Hey guys, Jeff here. Every once in a while, we like to re-air some of our favorite episodes from the past couple years for a few different reasons. One is a lot of you guys listen now that didn't listen back then. Our audience has continued to grow and we're so thankful for that. And so we want to expose you guys to some of our favorite ones in the past or that ones that some of you who have been longtime listeners have said are your favorite. And on top of that, we like just doing this as a fun way to bring what those ones that seem to bubble up and float up as important and good and ones that you guys enjoyed back as reminders, just because I think we always, it's fun to hear um, things again from time to time, given the space of a year or two. So today we're doing that. And this one is one of your guys' favorite episodes from the past. If you have heard it, and if you haven't heard it, we're excited for you to listen to that. And that is one of the roundtable discussions with Alyssa and her mom friends. We did this a couple months ago, which was a different episode, which was the one where they talked about motherhood. This is the same group of girls, about, I think, five, including Alyssa, some of our friends in our community, that came over and then they talked about creativity and kind of work and identity and how you do that in the trenches of motherhood um, and being a wife, a woman, etc. So it's really awesome and really good, and we hope you guys enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to the Real Life Podcast, where we talk about exactly that every single week, real life, which means some episodes might be about a fight we just had, some episodes might be about potty training since we have two toddlers, and some might be about eschatological realism because I love thinking and talking about deep theological things, and maybe we'll talk about all three of those in one episode. But we hope the show feels like hanging out in our living room with us, drinking a cup of coffee as we discuss faith and family and culture and Jesus. Me and my lovely wife, Alyssa, are your hosts, and don't hesitate to hit us up or reach out on social media to say hi or comment on this week's episode. Enjoy. Today, I wanted to talk to them um, about creativity, and this has been a big, I don't know, just thought that has been constantly in my head, and I've been struggling through and thinking through a lot. Um, I used to be super free in my creativity. I feel like I'm more of a right brain thinker. And so I love doing arts, um, languages, making crafts. And I just had an idea and I would just do it. And it was always so fun. Um, but in the last year, I realized that I stopped creating a lot of things. Um, and every time I had an idea, I'd question it. Partly because um, I have little kids and so I don't have the time that I used to have. But And I wanted it to be done immediately. Um, another reason I saw my friends doing it, and so I wanted to support them who already did all the things, so why not buy the things from them? But underlaying all of that, I think I just had a lot of fear. I feared, and I still do, I'm still working through this, fear, failure. Um, I put a lot of pressure on myself. I had the idea that I have to, like, if I create something, then I have to be able to make a business out of it or make money from it. Um, and if someone else does it better than me, then why bother doing it myself? Why take the time to learn it when I'm a mom of little kids? Um, and all of that wasn't so, um, conscious. It was more subconscious. And I realized social media played a huge role in that. A lot of comparison. And again, it wasn't like I was like, oh, look what she's doing. So I'm not going to do that. It was just, um, the underlying thought in my head a lot of times. And not only am I spending a lot of time on social media these days, um, but then also, instead of creating, but also those little lies that come in of comparison and um, and not wanting to risk failing at something. 
Um, and so just all of these things I've been thinking about and wanting to have the courage to create again. If I have an idea, why don't I just go for it? Why don't I try it out? Why don't I learn it? Um, and I think too, with Pinterest, just thinking like, oh, it has to be Pinterest perfect. And not that I think that like consciously, but just, I think I put a lot of that pressure on if it doesn't look amazing, then why even bother doing it? And so I wanted to invite these four women over to my house to have this conversation and really to glean their wisdom and their insight because all these women are incredibly creative, have so many talents. Um, and so I just wanted to hear their perspective on it. So real quick, I'll just go around to share who is sitting at my table and the things that, that they do that I love, that I look up to. And then we'll just dive right in to this topic of creativity. Um, so I have today my friend Bianca. Um, and I think Bianca is super creative with how she makes money for her family. She hosts a lot of parties. Not only does she bake and sew and act and do music, but she just is really creative in how she does her life and like how to bring um, blessings to her family. Jenna has been a photographer for years. She does foster care and homeschools. She um, is getting her certificate in nutrition, and she has an ebook on plant-based meals that are amazing. If you want to check it out, my friend Sarah is the like. If she can get, if anyone can get a bargain or a sale, this is Sarah. <laughs> like seriously. Um, she can always find a deal, and she paints and she what do you call it? Not refurbish, yeah, refinish, refinish, and refinish and restores furniture. She makes jewelry and she decorates her home so beautifully. And Nicole, as I said on the podcast before, is our Joanna Gaines of Maui. She has a haku business, and if you don't know what that is, it's like those flower crowns that are so beautiful. She's a graphic designer. She designs um, kids trekker hats. That is called Seafarer Child. Child, mm -hmm. and you can find her on Instagram. Um, and she cooks and she sews, and she even made her own headboard in her room. <laughs> and so I look at these women sitting with me today, and I just see um, that they're creating, they're giving life to their family, they're doing things that they love and enjoy. And so, really, I just want to, them to come over today to glean their wisdom. So, um, that is kind of my story where I'm at with creating. So I would just love to hear from you guys. What um, what do you enjoy creating? How did you start creating it? And do you struggle with the fear of failure, perfectionism? How does Instagram and social media maybe affect that for you? Or if it doesn't, then how do you not have it affect it mm -hmm. for you? Um, so please, just mm -hmm. share all your wisdom just and insight. Dive right in. <laughs> dive on in. <laughs> Yeah. Well, this is Jenna, um, and I don't think that I would consider myself a creative Stop person. Well, you are very creative. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do photography. I repeat, but that's statement. like okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like that's a thing that's there, and I freeze frame it. But as far as like crafting or art or the the typical creative things mm. or making hand making things. I just, um, I can't really think of anything. Well, like that I'll give that an I example. Do. One of the, when I was, yes. we were talking about this podcast and thinking about it, I was actually kept coming back to Jenna because I, one of the things I admire about you, this is Nicole, is that, um, she, you like find something that you want to try and you like take an e-course on like how to do yeah. calligraphy and then you calligraphy all your thank you cards or your mm -hmm. place cards or bridal shower, invitations. bridal shower invitations or whatever. And mm -hmm. then 
you wanted to learn how to sew, so you got a sewing machine and you like whipped something together. <laughs> but like you've you've made these little dolls for yeah. your kids and they love it. And yeah. I just I feel like you you set goals for yourself and you're like you just go and you're like unafraid to like learn a new thing and yes. like Yes. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say is I love learning. I feel like like I um the calligraphy, the sewing, they didn't really pan out and that's okay. I tried them. But I love learning. I love, um, I feel like I would rather like learn how to make a new recipe or learn more about food and health or read But you're something. so creative in your cooking. Yeah. And, like, I just feel like it looks a little different than yeah. typical creating. Mm-hmm. And I feel like really okay with that. Um, I think... I don't know if it's like my age and just kind of getting to this point where I just don't really care what other people think as much anymore. But the Instagram comparison thing just feels like a non-issue to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I just feel like when you're so busy comparing whatever your craft is or gifts are to what other people have, you're like missing out on what you're good at. Mm -hmm. And I'm not like trying to say that I'm not creative so you guys will think of creative things that I can do. I just really like, I know that I'm not like the crafty girl mm-hmm. who makes the cool art things. And I'm like super mm-hmm. okay with that. And um, I just think that it gives me knowing that lets me focus on the things that do bring me joy and that I really right. do love doing. And I can look at all my super creative friends and buy their cool stuff that yeah. they make or admire that they do that. And I feel like when we're so busy comparing our creativities or our gifts on social media, especially, mm-hmm. um, it kind of goes hand in hand with looking f- for those people to mess up. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. I feel like when we put these people on pedestals or we say like, oh, I'm not as good as them or I wish I was better at that. It's like this sin nature wants them to stumble or wants, mm-hmm. you know, so, so that you more like you. Yeah. So, so that you feel yeah, better yeah, about yourself. And it's just mm-hmm. like so sad because I feel like you miss out on the gifts that okay, God has yeah. given each of you as individuals. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just feel like there are so many creative things in this world. Mm-hmm. No one is good at all of them. Yeah. There's people mm-hmm. who are good at a lot more of them than others. Nicole can hit me. But um, <laughs> I feel like when we focus on comparison on social media, yeah. it just steals all the joy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's why it's important to almost even for me or anyone to check your heart when you are posting on social media. Are you posting to like show your highlight reel or are you posting to like really show you in your life and not just being another person that someone is like, Oh, look at them. They have it all together and they're perfect kids, but like showing your messy laundry room or just showing, I love that showing your story, showing you and then, and then creating almost a community out of showing you. I think that's amazing when you see people who have the ability to do that. They show the good. It's not just like complaining, look at my dirty laundry, dirty dishes all the time. It's showing the good, but also showing like, yeah, my kids, whatever. Like my four-year-old doesn't have a bed. He sleeps on a mattress on the floor with Mickey Mouse minions and all the things. But like, you know, that sort of thing too, because then it's not, you're not looking at, you're showing yourself and not um, what you 
just want people to see, you know? Mm -hmm. I think that's when you can do that, it kind of like gives a me too to other people. Mm -hmm. Like, cause I think sometimes we go on social media to find a me too, like to find, am I the only one who's struggling with this? Mm -hmm. And then you see someone and you're there like me too. I struggle with that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's cool. And same with like, I really enjoy creating this one thing and you can Mm -hmm. find a community of people who are like, yeah, me too. And then you like find your tribe that way or even in the real world. Mm -hmm. But specifically talking about social media. Mm-hmm. I, I see. I think that's so cool when you can find people who create the way you do or I don't know what. Yeah. And then you can build like a little community of people that way. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's so key what you said, Jenna, too, just when you get focused on the comparing um, and th- it causes you to think negatively of others. It's sometimes when you see someone that has a more put together or more styled room you can assume like oh they're just trying to be pinterest perfect or yeah which is usually not true like that person Mm -hmm. might be really just gifted at it and that might like that might bring them so much joy that Mm -hmm. order and that you know that like shape of that table and the this and the that and Mm -hmm. and i think like god made us that way to um Mm -hmm to have certain things that make our heart kind of sing or see his creativity or see um, his people's creativity. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, and like I seeing that cool. person's thing and being like, look, like that's awesome for them. Like they mm-hmm. created this thing they loved because that's their like mm-hmm. passion in this, like, like you said, mm-hmm. pointing out their gifts and creativity mm-hmm. that way too. And it just comes down to like a heart check. And just like seeing God's glory in it because it's like, it's awesome for them. But like even taking it like, like a step further is like, you could just like see God's glory, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I know that's how I feel. Like when I watch your Bianca, your like Instagram posts, I'm like, this is what this girl is like so meant to do because you're so naturally funny. And, um, Bianca does, um, essential oils on Instagram and like does a lot of Insta stories and they're so fun. Like they're like my daily entertainment. Oh my God. <laughs> they're so funny and like real life. Real life and yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. okay, this is, this is who I want. This is who Bianca is. This <laughs> yeah. is her doing her. And there's no like, you know, when you can see, because I know you, so yeah. that helps. But when you remember how you look at those friends through your own eyes, it helps you think about how you can look at people you don't know, mm-hmm. you know, and not do the comparing game because like. There's real people on the other side. There's yeah. real people. And I know you yeah. and I know your heart and I know this is your gifting. And so I don't do the comparing but like if we can try so hard not to do that Mm -hmm. for people we don't know and then yeah you know they're all real people yes they are all have real marriages real kids real struggles Mm -hmm. all the real gifts and things that they're not very good at yeah Mm -hmm. no one is immune to being human yeah and i just think when we can cheer each other on in our creativity like jenna for you to say i don't really think i'm creative but like to like Nicole steps in and like cheers you on in what you're creative in, even though it doesn't fit into this box, right? Of like, I paint or I write songs or whatever. (laughs) I think it's so when you find people that can speak life into your creativity Mm -hmm. and then you turn around and do that Mm -hmm. to your friends, that breeds more like creativity. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And then it's like, I see you. Yeah. I see you in this. Yeah. There you are, Peter. Yes. <laughs> Missing the reference on that one. I know. Hook, hook. Come on, people. Oh, okay. Oh, it's been a while. <laughs> it's a classic. Well, I think the thing we'll is, is that you. every human is creative. 
because we have a creative God and we're made in the image of God. So maybe your creativity looks more like you're an engineer or a science-minded person. That's not necessarily right-brained, but you're super creative because you're like creating something out of nothing. And Mm -hmm. not that we have nothing because we're not God, but like you're creating something. Mm -hmm. And so it looks different for each person, but all of us are creative. And that's where that Instagram, Pinterest box can get us off track, I think, sometimes mm-hmm. because we look at it as a box. This is what creative is. But I think yeah, what you mm-hmm. said is so wise. It's so true that mm-hmm. yeah. we're all creative because that's, yeah, we serve a creator God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I forgot what the question was. Throw the next one out. Throw the next one. Okay, how about do you guys ever put pressure on yourself oh. to create? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that I, you dubbed me the. I was going to say Joanna Gaines here. Yes. Yeah, and over here. <laughs> so much pressure. <laughs> and she looks like her too, which is even funnier. Yeah, just Asian. <laughs> that was the, one of the first things my husband noticed about you when he first met you. He was like, and don't tell her because I don't want it to be weird. That but she's I, Asian or Joanna No, that Gaines? she looks like Joanna oh. Gaines. He was like, she looks like that HGTV girl. I was I'll like, take it every yeah, time. Yeah. I don't agree, but I'll take it. But like even in high school, we did this like career testing and they're supposed to like narrow down what you Mm -hmm. should do because of your giftings. Mm -hmm. And my mom's side of the family is completely creative and my dad's side of the family is pretty creative, but more like logical, entrepreneurial. And I went all my personality tests, I'm like 50-50. And then this test in high school just like actually really discouraged me because they're like, you can do anything. And I just felt so debilitated by that. Like, yeah oh my gosh, how am I supposed to pick when I can like do everything? So I actually feel more pressure that I Mm. have these giftings that were taught to me by my grandparents and by my mom and by my dad, like that I have these skills and traits that come naturally to me, but they just a lot of the times feel like I just get stunted. Like I don't know what to do with all of this Mm -hmm. and or where to start or like, okay, if I'm going to do this, then I should make it a business. Or if I'm going to do this, it has to be really good. It has to be perfect. It has to be just like this person who's making it a, a living out of it. And mm-hmm. so I, a lot of times I actually find myself not doing anything at all because right. it all just gets really overwhelming to me. And mm-hmm. so I've had to learn recently, like, okay, what things, what of these things that all these things that I'm good at bring me joy? And it's like sewing, I love doing, but it doesn't, I, I get more anxiety thinking about sewing or like mm-hmm. we were talking about Bianca and I were talking about watercolor and she encouraged me to yeah. watercolor cause she just like I just picked, learned, up, I picked up this like <laughs> skill. Like I'm going to learn how to watercolor. I'm like, Oh yeah, I know how to do that. And I like haven't done it in years, but I just like, okay, I'm going to do it just cause I want to do it. Cause the last time I tried to do it, I was like, how do I make a business out of this? Yeah. And it's like right. always feeling this like pressure to like have a purpose to my creativity mm-hmm. and just like, Creating to create. Creating to create is really foreign to me, but I'm learning. Uh, but I do like, one of the things I have learned that I really enjoy is creating with people. So like mm. throwing these parties where we yes. get to like yes. do stuff together. Like mm-hmm. that feels enough purposeful to me. And like I get really great in fulfillment out of like sharing my creativity with my friends. And that's like, that was really cool. I love that too. I love like for Alyssa's birthday, Nicole mm-hmm. got all these um, like magnolia leaves and myrtle leaves and like taught us how to make a wreath. 
Yeah. And like, that's not something I would have gone out and done on my own Mm -hmm. or would have, yeah, known how to do on my own, but like her teaching us and like step by step. Yeah. It was just Mm -hmm. such a good little creative outlet and I had like something to show for it. And yeah. Yeah. So fun. And reminding myself like that's, that can be how I used all these Mm -hmm. gifts is that I can like communicate in a way that allows people people together, bring people together, which is ultimately my favorite part about. Yeah. How I, I get that. to use my creativity these days. Well, I love that you talked about that because I think that's where I was coming from is that I felt, I think on Instagram you or Etsy or Pinterest, right. you see a lot of people making a business out of their right. creativity, True. like one thing. And I love it. And I think it's amazing. And usually it comes out of like something that the Lord has done in their heart. Right. And now all of a sudden they're like selling signs that are like about the Lord. I just love it. But then I think in my head over time, I started to be like, if I'm going to create something, then I have to be able to sell it right. as like Proverbs 31 woman, whatever I was thinking in my head, right. like I need mm. to make it worth the time and bring like good to my family. And I don't know, almost be like, this is what creativity is. Mm-hmm. Right. And so being free of that. Right. I love that you talked about that. Like just what is the purpose of it? Yeah. Do you enjoy it? And then what? Do you like the outcome of it to be? Right. Is that what you would say? Yeah, because, and I, like you had mentioned, like I started a little flower crown business and it's like, mm-hmm. okay, that's a creative thing that is popular right now. And I can make a business out of that and it does fit in my lifestyle and my schedule. And I feel mm-hmm. freedom in creating that. A lot of times the things that like watercoloring or painting in general, I get like too type A and it gets messy mm-hmm. and then I get anxiety and I don't like it and I throw it away. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, let's not make a business out of that <laughs> right. because that sounds... Not fun at all, mm-hmm. but I do like painting just when there's no pressure to like put a dollar amount on it mm-hmm. and right. drawing. I love drawing with my kids. They love drawing. So I get to draw with them and no one has to see my disproportionate human beings that I get to draw all the time. <laughs> but yeah, mm-hmm. finding the purpose in what, what you're creating and just letting it be that purpose and not putting pressure on it, having to mm-hmm. be another larger purpose. Yeah. How do you know what things then you do make a business? Because I feel like all of you have a business. Mm-hmm. All of us have a business out of mm-hmm. um, what we create. I personally have felt like I've asked all my creative outlets, how could I turn this into a business? And I like run through the gamut of like, what would this look like realistically? I've gone through like, mm-hmm. can I be a personal organizer? Cause I love organizing <gasps> things. Can I be a personal decorator? Cause I love decorating <laughs> things. And it's like mm-hmm. a, a lot of the times when I just run things through the filter of like, what would this look like if it were to become a business? I can f- immediately feel like at ease about it or mm-hmm. the complete pressure of it or the overwhelmingness of it or the not the right season of it. Mm-hmm. And it just, I feel like it answers it for itself you know mm-hmm. well and you seem to hold it Nicole I've noticed you hold it a little bit loosely and I feel like I've heard you say too like I'm gonna start this haku flower crown business mm-hmm. and you know see where it goes and mm-hmm. see where it takes me and it's almost like you have this um like a no expectation mm-hmm. but not not in a negative way but right. in a positive way mm-hmm. of just Let's see what let's see what, what happens. What, what and let's see how I like this, how this works for mm-hmm. our family, how this fits in. And if not, then we'll we'll try the next thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And I like that. Like that's felt encouraging yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Watching and that. And specifically you. with that, like I probably turn away half my business because it just like is a little more than I want to take right now. And that's perfectly okay. Mm-hmm. This because is the size of my season. business that yeah. I want. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. 
my brain doesn't work that way. I'm like, let's try it and see what happens. <laughs> and then, but then I have like a crippling fear of failure. Mm. And so I'm like, let's try and see what happens, but then let's really make it work. And so then I have like mm. 20 things that I'm like, I'm going to throw this class and this online class and talk to all these people and do all these things. And then it's like two in the morning. Mm-hmm. And so learning to be like, Hey, failure is okay. Like yeah. just because you fail doesn't mean you're less of a person doesn't mean anybody loves you less. Right. And like, I learned that because I teach my kids that like, (laughs) honestly. Um, and so I just like, I love to just like try different things. Mm -hmm. And even if I'm like, Oh, that was fun, but I kind of stink at it. It's like, okay, next thing. Mm -hmm. But I can easily fall into comparison, um, with various things. And, For me, it's more of like my business isn't growing the way I want it to. I like start to like obsess about it. And so learning about myself and that like, I think for me learning that like creating this business is something I do, but it's not who I am. Mm -hmm. And that's really important Mm -hmm. for me to, that's like part of my piece, but it's not all of me Mm -hmm. because I'm an all or nothing kind of person. And so when I can make that shift, I like feel a lot less pressure. Well, I'm reading but. Chip Gaines' new book right now, which um, if you haven't read it, you need to get it. And if you are looking for a Christmas present for all the men in your life, this is it. But um, he was just talking about how he, well, he obviously doesn't have the fear of failure, but he's like, <laughs> failure is actually really good. Yes. And that we usually learn the most things from our yeah. failure more than like when we get it super on the dot. And so like having to do the struggle yeah. really is like what instills things in us. And you just learn so much. I was listening to something and the guy was like, you should try to fail on purpose so mm. you learn more. And I'm like, failing on purpose? Right. <laughs> my biggest fear in life. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, yeah. It just gives me anxiety. But he's like, no, because that means you did, you tried your hardest and you went, like you committed all the way. Mm. And even if you failed, you can say, I failed because, and I still like, I failed, but I did everything I could. Mm-hmm. Um, And I just thought that was like, yeah, because I can easily like limit myself to be like, I'm just going to like try this a little bit because then if I fail, it's not that huge Mm -hmm. instead of like putting my whole like thing into something and then Mm -hmm. having it fail. Mm -hmm. But, and it's okay if it does Mm -hmm. because I'm still me. Yeah. God still loves me. Mm -hmm. Your people still love me. My people still love me. It's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like for me, this is Sarah, I feel like for me, creativity, I feel like I'm just barely like scratching the surface mm-hmm. of like those giftings in myself because for me... And it's so fun to watch. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And for me, I grew up in a family where there wasn't a whole lot of creative outlets per se um, for whatever reason. And I think part of that, and I think it's true of our culture, um, is just there wasn't a need for it. Mm-hmm. Um you know, we could afford to buy right. what we needed. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I didn't, you know, as, as a young girl, like I didn't have to go shop for the bargains. I didn't have to go, um, you know, try to get exactly what I wanted for this specific price. And so when I, you know, moved out and went on my own and, you know, ha- didn't have as much means and, you know, had these certain visions of things I wanted, I had it, creativity kind of came out of necessity right. and but it, en- so good. it ended up becoming really fun mm-hmm. because like I feel like I was just kind of learning as I went like okay yeah I, I don't know why my mom wasn't like a bargain shopper like even though she 
you know, could afford not to bargain shop. Like this is kind of fun. Like I like like hunting for this deal and figuring this out. And then my husband's happy because, you know, I'm trying to not spend all of our, you know, clothing budget for that month. You could bought a couch and they paid you for it. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) And so I started having like just a lot of fun with it and trying to figure it out. And so, and then when, um, like one of my favorite memories of just like kind of like the beginnings of, um, my creativity is, uh, one of my like neighbors and mentors, Jill, offered mm-hmm. to come over, and I w- we were buying our first house, and we're, we were um, renting a house on the street, same street as this lady, Jill, who's very creative and fun and really good at res- uh, restoring furniture. And so, for me, you know, whether it's you know marriage struggles, children struggles, life struggles, or creative struggles, mm-hmm. I always am all about a mentor, like yeah. finding a mentor. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, that lady knows what she's doing with refinishing furniture. Like, I really want a table like that. How can I get that? I need a mentor, just like kind of out of necessity. And so it was so sweet, like the way her and her husband minister, they like came over and just hung out with me and painted my table with me. And her husband like that. painted my chairs and like her and I painted my table and she taught me how to do it. And I so what you have now? Um, I don't fun? have it anymore. Okay. But um, yeah, so just... But the skill you've applied right. to so many pieces. Yeah, yeah. so many pieces. So many pieces. And so... and then I got really into that and then selling that. And, you know, there were times we needed like some extra income. And so I'm like, okay, how can I get creative and buy some stuff on Craigslist now that I know how to do this skill and paint some stuff and sell it. And, um, yeah, just really fulfilling for me and like purposeful. And then there's been times when I've learned things like it's really cool because my husband's family is really naturally creative. And so that's how I've kind of connected with my mother-in-law. She's kind of taken the time to sit down with me and teach me to sew and other things like hand lettering, which I haven't really dabbled in that much, but I've, she, you know, she's like had the heart to teach me it, which is really special. Um, but there's been times like when I started to learn to sew, like for me, it, it just, it's not something I'm naturally good at, but I, just tried to have fun and learn. And now out of necessity, I can sew. But for me, I don't sew for pleasure. Mm-hmm. Like it's not mm-hmm. something that, you know, just makes my heart sing. But now if I need to sew a pillow shut, I can do that. <laughs> but, yeah. um, you know, and there's been like things that I've like, like, okay, I wanted to learn how to crochet. I learned how to crochet. And I bonded mm-hmm. with our good friend Kate through learning to crochet, right. but it's not my thing, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, it's fun. It's cool how we have that ability to you know, glean from the wisdom of each other mm-hmm. or mentors or whoever it is to help teach us mm-hmm. and guide us along the way. Pretty cool. Yeah. And I love what you said because I was just talking to another couple the other day about mentorship mm-hmm. and how there's kind of in our era right now or however you would say that there's this real divide where people aren't being mentored because I feel like it's almost like there's like a, a line missing where the older people feel like, they have nothing to offer and no one's coming to them mm-hmm. to ask for mentorship. And the younger people are like, no one's pursuing me to be totally. mentored. And so it's like this thing where both people want a relationship, but it's not really happening. And I think also we put a lot of pressure on ourselves in the Christian culture of like, oh, we need to meet at Starbucks once a week and like go through right. a Bible study mm-hmm. instead of like, oh, hey, you know how to sew pillows. Can you teach me? And then as you're with them, you have a conversation about how your marriage is doing or what the Lord's teaching Mm -hmm. you or for our husbands, like, Oh, you know how to landscape. Can you teach me how to landscape my house? And Mm -hmm. like, or whatever it is. Um, I think that's a really easy way to To make a connection, make a connection. And it's like super easy because it's not like, 
okay, I'm going to pour out all my wisdom over the 30 pressures, years. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I know the skill. I can just teach it to you. And we're really mm-hmm. hungry to learn because we, I'd much rather do that than like mm-hmm. go on Pinterest and try to find it. Figure it out on your own. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah. And like, I've been praying about like, Lord, if there's someone that I can, I feel like weird saying mentor because I'm only 31, but if there's no. someone like, you know, that, you that can I can mentor. meet with or whatever, just mm-hmm. like, let me be like aware of that and paying attention. Mm-hmm. But I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not going to go be like, Hey, little girl, like I'm very wise. <laughs> you want to creepy or anything? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was me once a week. Like, right. You know, I feel like if you want someone to mentor you, that mm-hmm. you should pursue mm-hmm. them because it's kind yeah. of awkward to right. do it the other way around. Like <laughs> Especially when you start with, hey, little girl. Hey, married woman. And you're right. You really do have to ask. Like for me, yeah. every time my husband and I have been like, go up to these couples and are like, so can you, can you teach us this? Yeah. Can you help us with this? Yeah. And, yeah. and most of the time, you know, there's been times when, you know, it's not that that person's season and availability. Yeah. Like I've had people turn me down when I've been like, can yeah. you mentor me, you know, in this season? And you know, don't let that like discourage you and yeah. not ask yeah. for yeah. that because, mm-hmm. you know, everyone has different seasons and the Lord has, has those people for you. That's right. something that I've has been kind of an unexpected fun part of my business is like, it gets me in front of people that I didn't think I would not because I'm like, Oh, we can't be friends, but just people that I wouldn't <laughs> like hang out with all the time. Like yeah. it's not my, no- it's not like not my usual. Circle. Yeah. And so it's gotten me to like, hear some really cool stories and like hearing women's mm. stories is like my favorite thing ever. And so it's gotten, it's given me this like bridge to like say, Hey, let's meet up for coffee. And like, we actually talk about other things instead. And it's just been so cool. And like, I feel with the creativity with the mentors, I feel like I've been able to instead of being like, I need to find one mentor, then mm-hmm. like, that's my person. Mm-hmm. I have like a lot of older women that I'm like, can we just meet up? Or like, mm-hmm. let's, can you teach me how to make bangles? And they're like, yeah, let's do it. And mm-hmm. like, that has been so cool to be able to do it that way. Instead of like, can you be my mentor? I remember I asked like someone my age when I was like a new Christian to be like, can you be my mentor? And they were like, that's really weird. I was like, I don't know how this works in the Christian world. I just want a friend that loves Jesus. And she became one of my best friends, but she's not my mentor. But yeah. And I think moving back to the creativity thing for me, something I had to turn off was like when I would I was like learning how to watercolor, which I'm like not that great, but I was like, my son yes, likes to are. paint. <laughs> my son likes to paint. I want to learn how to paint with him. Mm-hmm. And so I was learning and I decided. How did you like, learn? Did you have a workshop? So I have a friend. No, I have a friend that makes these amazing watercolor paintings. And we ran into her at Akamai, which is the most amazing coffee shop. If and you ever come to Maui, Akamai. Akamai. <laughs> um, I ran into her there with Ace as my oldest son. And he loves to paint. He loves to color. He like told me the other day he was coloring. He's like, mommy, God created me to paint. And I was like, yes, he did, Ace. And so he loves it. And I knew my friend does this and he saw her painting and she was like I can come over and teach you and like that day she came over to teach Ace how to do it and so like I sat down and I was like can you mm-hmm. can you teach me too mm-hmm. and so she like was like yeah and she like drew me a picture and helped me whatever so that's how I learned 
And I found like it was super like therapeutic for me, but I still, I, my, the way my brain works is like, there's something better you could be doing with your time. Right. There, like mm-hmm. there's laundry you could do. There's like something more productive you could be doing. Mm-hmm. So I had to, I had to like switch that off in a way that I was like, okay, on Sundays I paint, like I mm-hmm. do a creative thing. So I don't feel like mm-hmm. I have to be doing all these other things that are quote unquote more important. But it's almost like a self-care, like creating for me, like mm-hmm. whether it's painting or playing the piano or singing or whatever, like that's almost a self-care for me mm-hmm. is doing that. And so like saying like, no, that just because it's not productive, right. quote unquote mm-hmm. productive, doesn't mean it's any less. And that's something really you've taught hard. But that's something you've taught me being oh. like the pressure of creati- creating is like, you know what? Sometimes you can just do it just because yeah. you like to. Yeah. yeah. So I've admired that about you. Oh, you're sweet. Because so I'm cool. still learning. <laughs> well, I love what you said because that was my next question is how do you guys then find time to create with littles in the house? Mm. Mine's Sunday Cause... night after they go to bed because we started like a Sabbath thing where mm-hmm. it's like we call it our favorite things day. So we all get to do our favorite thing. I love that. And so after the boys go to bed, that's my like – time where if it's I want to like which sounds really weird but if I want to go like on a drive and just sing Mm. along to music I do that or if I want to sit down and paint I do that or whatever Mm -hmm. that's how I do it as I just am like and my husband knows that and respects it it. yeah Yeah. he schedules it Mm -hmm. we schedule it Mm -hmm. that's what it is for me Mm. yeah for me it it changes with different seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, the furniture refinishing, that's something that my husband and I really enjoyed doing together. It was something we like, we love to hunt for the thing together. Mm-hmm. Kind of, my husband really enjoys house projects and kind of the creating aspect of it when he has time. But um, that's something that we kind of like date and do to like bond. Maybe when the kids are napping on the mm-hmm. weekend or something, we'll like paint something and yeah, it's just really fun for us. So it's so fun. It is really fun. And so that's like kind of like that box. But yeah, like for with jewelry or things, you know, other like things that I've had fun doing, um, I feel like I've had to really had like have self-control to not um, do it or put my focus on that unless I'm going to set my son up to sit. And he loves to like do jewelry too. So he'll right. sit and like... Aww do beads next to me while I do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to really be careful not to put my focus on that pretty much when they're awake and they're, they don't have something that they're focused on just because they are still so little. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Unless they have a specific task, something that I've set them up with. Like I can't just be like, okay, I'm going to sit here and create and you know, you guys keep yourself busy for, for at least in my household that doesn't work very well. Then mm-hmm. that's when my kids start to feel like neglected and resentful yeah. and right. then there's like this struggle and that's when I end up not creating something that I love and then I'm not doing it. And you're not loving your kids because they're being, yeah. I want your attention. Yeah. Exactly. And so, um, yeah, and I feel like each creative outlet for me has been for a different purpose. Like with the jewelry thing, it was totally out of the blue and random, but I just really felt like the Lord one day during quiet time was telling me to to um, start creating jewelry. And, and you went out and learned. And I, so yeah. I went out and learned and I YouTubed like crazy and I Love went that. and mm-hmm. I went and took a class, but mostly I like YouTubed and researched and kind of like nerded out on it. And I really felt like he gave me, which was kind of unique for me with creative things I've never had him do something like this but I feel like he gave me kind of this vision of myself creating in this certain spot of my house and 
And, but it was so funny because I felt like his purpose for me in that had nothing to do, you know, in my mind had nothing to do with creating a business or, you know, profiting so much off of it, but it had to do with something I was actually struggling with, which was insecurity. Mm. And so I felt like he was telling me, okay, like, you know, we need to work on this, you know, this thing that in your heart that's struggling. And like, I want, I want to show you, you know, this thing about you Mm -hmm. is what it felt like for me. And so for me, if I'm doing those creative things, you know, in the hecticness, it, 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 it's not, it's not the right time because it's supposed to be that time when I'm like kind of feeling like nourished and fulfilled and it doesn't go along with the vision. So yeah, sometimes it's like at bedtime or nap or whatever, but just being really careful. It's almost like he gave you this like gift of like, when you do your jewelry, like we're going to be together. Yeah. Which is so cool. He's like, this is going to be our time together. Like how you would do things with your kids one-on-one. God was like, I've given you this creative gift and now I'm going to do this one-on-one with you. Mm -hmm. I think that's so cool. And I love that too, because I think it removes all pressure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because then you just Mm -hmm. are enjoying it. You're with the Lord. It's just like your time to be filled up. And yeah. So it, yeah, it takes all pressure away. And it's funny because that's actually the thing that I kind of have just recently started a business with it, um, which I've held super loosely because I've admired watching that in Unicole. And, but just also I felt like him putting that on my heart. I keep remembering like I have no expectation with it. I yeah. just know that he told me this is something that I need to to do. Like mm-hmm. this is something I, I want to show you that you can do. Yeah. You know, which is mm-hmm. really cool. So pretty fun to see his hand in all of our little creative outlets, whatever that looks like. Mm. My, I guess my main creative outlet in early motherhood was photography, but it was also our income. You know, I was mm-hmm. the breadwinner of our family for the first half of our marriage. Um, so it's a little different for me, but I guess my advice for like moms who are trying to find time is, to get all the stuff you need to get done as much as you can while the kids are awake. Yeah. Mm. Um, because I had to edit and yeah. I m- personally, I just didn't want to be on the computer when the kids were awake. I just never want them to see me like glued to the computer and zoned out and mm. ignoring them. So I would just try to edit everything I could while they were sleeping, which meant like, okay, when you're awake, we're doing dishes, you're sitting in the sink mm-hmm. and we're washing the, the plates and the forks. And you're in the carrier and I'm vacuuming and, you know, all the, like the laundry list of things that need to get done around the house. I didn't want to use like my precious time, you know, nap time or whenever that time is when they're in bed. I didn't want to use that time to like be productive. Yeah. I, right. well, I mean, I was being productive, I guess, cause it was work, but I didn't want to use that time, like cleaning the house. I wanted mm-hmm. to get, you know, get that stuff done while the kids were awake that way. When I did have those little fringe hours, that little bit yeah. of time, um, I could, yeah, focus on me and relaxing or doing my creative thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, too, just to encourage moms of littles that, like, being creative doesn't mean you have to, like, be a photographer or, yeah. you know, make, like, it could be even just, like, if you love words, like, writing a really good Facebook post or, Mm -hmm. you know, that's creative, like just Mm -hmm. something that breeds out of like journaling or reading, reading anything. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Because I think too, we put all this pressure that like, okay, being creative means I need to produce this thing right that's like acceptable or meets this list or whatever Mm -hmm. and just knowing that like it doesn't have to be seen yeah it doesn't even Mm -hmm. have to be seen Mm -hmm. which is really cool yeah I think that's just encouraging to know that like you can sing in the shower and that's creative if you love it Mm -hmm. not speaking from and going (laughs) (laughs) and giving yourself that. that permission to like every everything can be creative like nourished nurtures a creative household where your kids yeah. feel freedom to be yeah. creative too. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of the my creativity currently is shared with my kids. Yeah. 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 Same. When they get a little older, yeah. it's so cool to get to like sit and do art with them. Right. Make mm. the jewelry with them. Yeah. Like we love cooking. My kids have their little aprons right. that we sewed and they turned out all right but um they get to like sit in the kitchen and right. help me create recipes yeah. and it's like a and I feel like effort knowing that that can be the joy and the creativity yeah. too, yeah. is that you're nurturing this creative part of your kids' yeah. hearts. Mm, so good. Or even creating like a safe space for them. Like I yeah. know for me, my oldest is like loves things super organized and my brain doesn't work that way. But I know that if I like go in his room and help organize with him, it creates a safe space for him. And mm. that's how he likes show. He loves yeah. it. It's like the best thing ever. And so knowing like, that's being creative because you're creating a safe place for mm. your people mm-hmm. and they feel known. And yeah. and for them to explore their yeah. traits that they're trying to figure out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know currently, to answer your question, currently a lot of my creativity is um, profitable. That's what I have time for. And so like um, sketching for graphic design stuff I or coming up with new ideas for um, – designs and whatnot are hakus like I find like I have to communicate with my husband like I'm gonna need like a couple hours on this day to like go have breakfast by myself and I have a really Mm -hmm. long breakfast and I just bring my sketchbook with me and I just like have a meal by myself and if I have nothing to show for it afterwards that's okay but I just had like brain space to like enjoy a quiet meal by myself and like with the purpose of trying to create but sometimes it just doesn't come to you but that's okay I like Mm -hmm. had brain space to like attempt to be creative and Mm -hmm. that felt my filled my cup and now I can go home and I can be present again and I get to do that because we both work from home but Mm -hmm. like how Bianca said like at Sunday nights that's her time where you Mm -hmm. just like communicate this and carve out this time where you are you have the purpose of being creative and it Mm -hmm. may look different every single time because that's the joy of creativity Mm -hmm. usually does Right. I think too, when you like how we keep talking about like be creating, it fills us up or, you know, all of that, even if it's unseen and just bringing it back to like, if that's how we feel about things we create, like how God feels about how like us and he created Mm -hmm. us and created all of this, like the way we feel when we feel filled up and just at peace when we're creating, like how much more does God feel that I just think is bringing Mm -hmm. it back to that is amazing Mm -hmm. too. Yeah, because it all gives glory to him yeah. in the end. Like, look what they did, and it's because of me, and mm-hmm. I gave them that ability and gifting, and yeah, it shows his beauty and his um, imagination and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love to it, Bianca, what you said that you scheduled out with your husband, because I think a lot of times I used to create at night, um, but when I'm being married, it's like, oh, I just want to sit on the couch with you and just be with you, Yeah. Um, which is great. 
But then sometimes I can feel guilty for if I want to like go do something that I really enjoy doing, if it's like his free time. And so being able to like schedule it out and be like, hey, on this night, I would love to just do this if I'm up for it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's been really good for us because Sunday's my husband's only day off. And so I used to be Mm -hmm. like, Sunday needs to be all about us all together all the time. And Mm -hmm. I put all this pressure on it. And then that was like not great. And so now being like, yeah, Sunday nights, I'm not going to feel like ups- like he's not going to be upset if I do this thing, mm-hmm. like you said. Right. Yeah. It's like really good. Mm-hmm. So good. All right, guys. Well, I hope this podcast was encouraging to you. Just a little discussion, what we would talk about around the table about creating and using your gifts, um, what fills you up and releases the pressure that we may put on ourselves or culture puts on ourselves just to create what you enjoy and how to do that in practical ways. Um, So thanks everyone for joining me today. I hope you have a wonderful day. 